Good love our gracious queens Are throughout their just queens Their time has come United Queendom Here at United Queendom, we're big fans of box menswear. For boxers, briefs, jocks, tracksuits, swimwear and so much more, head over to boxmenswear.com for stellar deals, worldwide shipping and some killer eye candy. So I just want to start with a quick statement because I know we do like to have a laugh and a joke on this podcast and it's meant to be lighthearted, but um, we do take mental health seriously. And um, so for that reason, I really want to reach out to all our audience because we do care about you. Anyone affected by Utica's roast? Um, I know there's a lot of people out there <laughs> who are suffering from, um, I guess the word would be trauma. I know a lot of people. PTSD. <laughs> PTSD, 100%. Um, I know a lot of people have really struggled and there's been a lot going on with lockdown and everything. And this this was really the last thing we needed. And a lot of people are upset, a lot of people are confused, a lot of people are angry. I get it. We're here. We feel the same. <laughs> and we are going to get through this. We're, we're doing a helpline. We're manning a helpline. Well, you know, half manning a helpline. <laughs> and, um, you know, please... Please call in and tell us your woes. Yeah, I believe the Queen is going to be making a speech soon about it. And it's going to be similar to the mm. lockdown thing. I mean, we all have to stick together. You have to reach out to people in your community. Remember that, yeah. you know, everyone's suffering. And if you see someone crying on the street, it's basically probably because of Utica's roast. So um, you need to go and say, look, it's OK. And more, it's OK. We're all in this together. More importantly, if you see Utica on the street, just just kill her. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> we don't support death threats on United Queen. Look forward to the apology next week for that one when someone does actually kill her and we have to explain that it, we meant it's a joke. Kind of. Well, you know what? We're all adults. If, if someone wants to kill her, I'm not gonna. I'm not here to judge. You know, we all have to. We're all on our own journey. Um, I'm not. I'm not Judge Judy. All right, or Judge Rinder. <laughs> judge Rimder. Um, him too. Judge. Judge. Judge Rim. Judge. Judge Rimdowler. <laughs> Oh my god. Right, shall we rate this episode? Yep, I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay, I'm gonna give it a nine, which may be controversial, but that is controversial. It might be because I feel like season 13's had quite a bad run of episodes. As you know, I've been rating quite low, and I do love a roast. And yeah, I, but, but why can't you just... Why do you have to rate either nine or one? <laughs> why can't there be anything in the middle? Bitch, I'm hot and cold, bitch. Got to sound like Candy Muse in the rest. <laughs> bitch, I'm hot bitch. 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 I'd say this episode did make me laugh out loud more than once. So that is... Um, that's a good thing. I think a good Drag Race challenge is where the good people make you laugh and the bad people either kind of us legendarily bad or um, kind of cringy looking through your I hands. I just I know we are gonna I know we're gonna get to it and um I just I think today's performance and not the roast, I mean Utica's performance throughout the whole episode, um I think was one of the most disgraceful. I think it's one of the most embarrassing. <laughs> I think any um any love or affection for her I had before has disappeared down the plug hole and now of all the queens that have ever been on Drag Race, um, I dislike her the most. She probably would disappear down the plug hole because she's so skinny. And, and we know, and we know she prides herself in it after this episode. 
God. We, skinny streak. A skinny streak of piss. We thought we were bad for fat jokes. Jesus Christ. Um, but, <laughs> but should we... So let's get into the episode. Start at the beginning. We will get to all that stuff. Uh, so last week, Tina Berger went. Um, are we glad that she's not in the competition anymore? Hell yeah! So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I mean, I said... I, I mean, this is when I was still feeling it for Utica. I thought Utica did win the... Um, the lip sync and 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 you know and as we said last week you know tina had plateaued it was time to make the most i think i said something deranged last week as in you know utica still has um talent and you know and she should be given a chance to to um you know harness it instead she harnessed the devil himself but um <laughs> i think yeah that uh that it, i was glad to see tina go but um no, I wish it wasn't. Well, we don't really need Tina to be in the competition to know what would have happened, do we? If she'd made it to the finale, we know no. what colour the dress would have been. We know. Yeah. I mean, really, it, yeah. it's it, well, no surprises were in store. I feel Whereas... like they weren't even... They, I don't think they would even put her on um, All Stars because I feel like she's a fully... That's her act, do you know what I mean? It ain't going to be changing. No, I think she needs to really prove that she can step up her game before she's ready to be seen on television again. And mm-hmm. um, I love, I'm glad that you you regret what you said because I mean, in a way you were right. You took I'm glad she stayed because what we got this week was kind of legendary in how awful it was. But at the beginning of the episode, (laughs) she says she feels bad for sending Tina home. She said, "I think she deserves to be here more than I do." And then. Two seconds later, she's like suddenly feeling herself like, but what did you think of my lipstick? I think we've got a lipstick assassin on our hands. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's, such a good, that's such a good impression. No, no, I no, just no, no, find... no. Sorry, carry on. Because I, I need it to take a second anyway. <laughs> I need to breathe. <laughs> I, I just, I just found, I just, honestly, I know you, I know you did it, you know, something at the beginning of the show talking about people with mental health. And I honestly think that she is struggling with something. Maybe it's bipolar, maybe it's Tourette's, maybe it's, um, you know, she's, you know, on the spectrum because I just do not understand. One minute she says one thing, the next minute she says something else. And it's like there's no self-awareness at all. And it's like so, what she does this week is so, like, you just, I don't know, like no normal human being would do that. Well, I don't think we should diagnose people, but yeah, she did. She did. I mean, if she has Tourette's, it's the form where instead of swearing, you you call people fat. No, you say so. You say, yeah, that's it. You say so. No, that's why. That's why I said Tourette's because Tourette's obviously you know you can have the shouty. You know that's what people say. You know, in a ridiculous fashion. But um, there's so much more to it than that. It's movements as well. You could do like a like a uh, like I knew somebody that do would do like a plie, like a ballet plie, like now and again, and that was a form of Tourette's. As in, like it's something that is out oh, of place. Oh, that's showing off. Sorry, that is just showing off. <laughs> it's just bending your legs like in the middle. Was it's it Wayne's you know, sleep? Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot more wrong with him than that. He's got a massive um, dick, hasn't he? I don't really want to think about it, to be honest. I don't want to think about it either, so we would also like to apologise for that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine that swinging around? Oh, you've made me think about it! I saw it uh, on Big Brother. God, we mentioned Big Brother again. It was on Big Brother. No. <laughs> and it was very long, but once again, it's a bit like the Dappy thing, where he's such a short man. Is it a long yeah. dick or is it a short leg? I mean, yeah. well, there's that's our new weekly segment. I do know what you mean. There is something very unhinged about Utica in this episode. She seemed quite manic and it was quite unnerving. Even before we got to the roast, there was something about the confessionals that were really not right. So I do know what you mean. I don't think we should 
obviously we're not professionals to like say what conditions she has and there's nothing wrong and there's nothing wrong with having these conditions but i think i just think like rather i was you know fully hating and fully feeling this and i and i'm not even sure that i can do because i i feel like there's something up and I, I feel like, you know, I feel like maybe she needs help rather than hindrance. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm obviously a massive Drag Race fan. If I see any contestant from Drag Race, I want to go up to them, chat to them. If I saw Utica in the street, I would run away. I would run the <laughs> fuck away because I'm not being funny. She's just fucking creepy. She's been creepy and I felt like bad for saying it. But after this week, I'm just like, do you know what? Sometimes people give you the willies and usually I like that, but not in yeah. this case. Um, and you'd love it for Wayne's Sleep as well, wouldn't you? Uh, oh my God. I can't even be mad at you for saying that because I brought it up. Uh, <laughs> <Rich>. <laughs> and you'd go down there as well, I bet. You dirty bastard. <laughs> Sleep, you'd be, you'd be awake. <laughs> right, should we talk about this mini challenge? So they are all put in pairs and they do a makeup mini challenge where they do like one queen's arms and one queen's face. I thought it was quite funny. Sorry, I hiccuped there. I loved it. It was, a, it was, it was almost, I think it was my funniest moment of the season so far. It was funny. And actually, I thought the funniest pair were Got Mick and Utica. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I mean, Utica was brilliant with the big, long, scary arms. It just goes to show she's better in challenges where she doesn't show her face and you can't hear what she's saying. So I think in the future <laughs> as a drag queen... That's a really good way for her to go. Just stick to the arms. But yeah, I mean, it was visually funny. Gottmik was... I mean, Gottmik just keeps being really funny. And I admit that I'm wrong. So yeah. I didn't think she had um, this much skill in the, the mm. comedic area. But she obviously does. She's proven it time and time again. Um, I think it was quite sad that Norvina, or whatever her name was, had had a, had, had a personality bypass. That was a sad, a sad thing to see. Well, she had a funny moment in the end, didn't she, when she said she was going to get an Uber? I guess that's not that funny. Although it's funnier than some of the roasts that come up. Uh, so, no. in context. It wasn't funny. <laughs> but um, Rosé and Candy won the mini challenge. Rosé was quite funny. I just thought Got Mick and Utica were a bit more memorable, personally. Rosé Rose has started to get more on my nerves than ever. Um, and um, and it's just that bright, sort of like, ha ha ha, I'm amazing sort of face. Is getting, on my tit, getting on my tits. And we had this, and I think... Um, I think the reason that the makeup artist chose that couple was because... I mean, first of all, I think if I was her, I'd have been like, stop treating my makeup with disrespect! But, um... Is she Count Ducula? I'm stop treating my makeup with a little smile! One I Fabergé egg, two Fabergé egg, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Is lipstick! Um, yeah, I think, Jackie! Yeah. Okay, now we're just descending into <laughs> chaos. She's dead now, isn't she? She's dead. She died. She died ages ago. No, ages ago. It was in the last year, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't even know. The last year is just such a sludgy memory of nothingness heaped on top of nothingness. Well, I just pointed out one of the highlights. Jackie Stallone died, so it's not all been bad. So, oh, no, oh God. And, and the, <laughs> it's not. It's not all been bad. <laughs> not all big bag of brown and don't make me tell that story on the podcast because <laughs> I'm not telling it because I'm worried for my life <laughs> that can okay, be for yeah. the Patreon listeners um, which we need to set up but more to come right so what were we talking about oh yeah so uh, Rose you were talking we were talking about the challenge and she says they, she chose I think she chose Rose and um, who was it Rose and Candy but you were because... saying that you're finding Rose annoying and I kind of ag- I kind of agree because she's just a bit too there's a ace, smugness yeah. about it yeah straight A student doing everything right but not, yeah. not with a, a lot of flavour really um, mm-hmm. but I feel like they won because they thought that Rosé and Candy would do what um, Ellie Diamond and 
No, just Ellie Diamond did in the UK version, which is be strategic. Well, I thought she picked. I thought she picked them because they were, you know, the, the makeup was the least ridiculous, even though it was all ridiculous. I think it was meant to be, but I think they thought they were going to get some drama from this because mm. the lineup, they and they didn't get it. But it, it went very weird. So basically, Rufa reveals what the challenge is, which is the nice girls roast. All the Miss Congenialities are coming, not all of them, three of them, Nina West, Heidi in Closet and Valentina. And mm-hmm. they're going to be roasted by the cast, which is an idea that I love. It's a twist on the roast. You know, I love a roast. Yeah. I've done a roast. Yeah. I write a lot for the yeah. roasts that a lot of the drag queens do. Mm-hmm. So this is very much my cup of tea. Um, very much your wheelhouse, dear. It is my wheelhouse. Is he friends with Bart Simpson? Um, and <laughs> but, but I have to say... I'm going to be getting quite angry in this episode. Not because... Oh, God. Because I believe this is going to be the last roast on Drag Race. I think maybe the UK might have one next year because they've already filmed... They're already planning. But I have a feeling the roasts are going to be done. And the reason is not because of the show. I love the roasts on the show. It's because of the fans. And I'm getting sick and tired of so many, mainly young fans of Drag Race, watching the show and not understanding what a fucking roast is. If you don't know what a comedy roast is, do not watch the episode because you shouldn't be complaining that things are offensive. If you are complaining things are offensive, you don't know what a roast is and it's not for mm, you. Yes. So step outside. Have people been complaining then? Utica's, I mean, we'll get to the ins and outs, but Utica's apologised for her roast, which she should because it was shit, but she shouldn't apologise that it was offensive because, I mean, when you p- p- take part in a roast, and I've been in a roast, the roaster and the roasty and been in mm-hmm. roast battles, you... I've been in a spit roast. <laughs> You've had an apple in your mouth and been spun around Soho. But we, but you <laughs> sign up for people to say anything about you. I've had the most horrific things said about me in a roast. You cannot take it personally. And if you yeah. are sensitive about anything, you shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be here. So um, it's annoying that fans don't get that and are trying to make things about being PC and being woke. And actually a roast is... No, no. A lot of times in history, humour has served as a really great tool to help Mm. um, us make light of our differences, which actually leads to more conversation and helps progression. Like as a gay man, Mm. being able to take the piss out of yourself and like straight guys at school making a joke about you being gay helped you to then say something back and then create banter and make light of it instead of kind of being so mm. divided and scared to talk about it. And this symbol yep. symbolises it. The fact that people don't get a roast shows that we're not talking anymore about our issues and the sensitive topics in society. And that's not a good thing because these things need to be talked about and made light of. And so I fear this will be the last roast on the show. I hope I'm wrong. But... Moving on, which is your favourite well, of these? Wait, hang on. Sorry, have you got something to say? No, I'm, I'm just clapping your speech. Oh, thank you, chicken. Um, <laughs> I do think that they will... I do think they'll still have them. I think... Um, do you know, I was on radio last night actually talking about social media in general. I think, um, you know, a lot needs to change. I think... Um, the fact that the, you know, the wokeness is crazy and if you can't even have something like this, which has been on time and time again, and, you know, whenever, and like if you don't know the rules, as you said, of a roast, then you could find it offensive. Um, and what Utica says outside of the roast is offensive, um, but we'll get to that. Yes. So, that, I mean, that's why when we apologised the other week, about some mm. of the jokes we made. It's because this podcast yeah. is not a roast. People haven't signed up to be made fun of on it. We do make fun of people and we don't always apologise mm. for it. But we admit that 
just because you ha are on a platform doesn't mean that you can say whatever you want. However, in a roast, the mm -hmm. rules are anything goes. So it's different. Mm -hmm. But it, I mean, as they always say, it has to be funny. If it's not, you're just saying horrible things. And, yes. and you look like a dickhead, <laughs> but it doesn't mean you're an evil person. It just means you're not good mm -hmm. at a roast. Um, yeah. So who's your favourite Miss Congeniality out of the three that are chosen? Nina West. Nina West was my fake. Like I loved Nina West in the series. I thought she was fabulous. But um, actually, I really liked Heidi and Closet. So um, definitely those two. I've never really big fan of um of Valentina to be honest with you. Oh, Valentina's definitely my favorite. If I could meet any mm. rude girl that I haven't met, it would be Valentina. I just think she's mm. so iconic. And Nina West actually is my original Utica of person who just gives me the creeps for no reason, and I just can't really bear to watch her. And I wish she'd <laughs> stop bringing her back. To be honest, <laughs> Valentina being back gets a funny moment because Rue references Maskgate because obviously there were a lot of memes about Valentina last year when we all started wearing masks and Rue yeah. was like I was right she was right I was wrong and I was like wow hopefully he'll say that one day to Joe Black Rue, Rue can apologise <laughs> she can Rue apologise apologise absolutely yes so um I thought it was a bit weird that the queens, some of the queens were so scared to do the roast and in particular I don't know how you felt about this but with Simone She's done so well in all the comedy challenges. I don't really get why some queens can be... She seems sort of... She fell apart, really, this week. I don't get why, like... I mean, a roast isn't that different from things like Snatch Game and Improv. It's just like, yes, you have to be mean, but, I mean, you obviously... People like Simone know what a joke is. She's been delivering jokes all season. Why... Well, this is sort of the... um. This is like the... This is a stand-up, isn't it? This is a, yes. a stand-up. This is a stand-up challenge. And... um. And I think it's made more difficult by the fact that you have to say mean things, but they are funny as well, and you have to deliver them. I think if you're not used to doing that, and I think, yes, Simone has been doing funny things. I mean, like, look at, look at her last week in the advert. I mean, that was perfection. She came in with a character built already, smashed it out of the park, and won it because she was amazing. And I just don't... It's not that, it's not a million miles away from that. So where, where, she just lost her confidence, basically. That's what I mean. She knows how to do a joke. She did it in the advert mm. last week. Like, it's now for the faint of heart. Seriously, I had two heart attacks on the way. Like, you could take that mm. same joke and turn it into a roast joke. Like, you could have said yeah. about a heart attack joke. I mean, it would have been another weight yeah. joke. But I mean, like, <laughs> yes. it's, so I don't understand why sometimes, and it's happened before with, in the past with like Trinity the Turk who was always funny but just fell at the roast Naomi Smalls who was good in comedy challenges on All Stars but then was shit at the roast and I'm just like what, yeah. what is it about a roast that because I actually think it's the easy I write lots of different types of material the roast for me I mean I guess it's because I'm a hateful person but it comes more <laughs> easily to me than any other kind of comedy so uh, it's because you see people and all you see is their faults and you just want to <laughs> tell them <laughs> it is true obviously I have a, a lot of experience saying horrible things about people but um, but so do the queens I mean even in this even in this episode in the workroom they're all in the workroom throwing shade at each other and I'm like do you not realise that is the challenge you're just naturally doing mm. it without thinking about mm. it and then when it comes to putting pen to paper mm. you don't know that you're already fucking doing it just I think I think that's what it was when um, Rosie annoyed me this week as well actually there seemed to be a lack of like I so she's, she's sort of Seems to be like she can take the piss out of herself, but nobody else is allowed to. 
I don't know. I think she always has a retort when someone makes a joke, and usually hers is better. But mm. I mean, that is what you do. Like as a drag queen, it's almost like a sport, isn't it? You go back and forth. Yeah. And you, yeah. Reading is what? Sparring. Yeah, exactly. Reading is reading is fundamental. And I think at the end of the day, what you can't have you can't have fundamental without fun. And a lot of them seem like not, they weren't having a lot of fun at all this week. And a lot of them seem mental. So it really across the board. <laughs> and a lot of and a lot of D as well. <laughs> Um, so Rosé and Candy get to decide the order, which, as we've seen in the UK, can be turned quite explosive. But um, where would you want to go in the lineup? In, on a roast? Like somewhere in the middle, I think. Third? Yeah, th- third. Um, I'd want to go in the middle. And, and I'm really confused mm. as to why Rosé makes out that first and last is the best positions. Because in every other season, including they're the They're the UK, worst positions. They are the worst. They're the hardest positions. So it's very weird. Yeah. So they take the Lawrence Cheney shit sandwich approach. We'll make a shit sandwich. <laughs> and got Mickey's the shit, apparently, in this <laughs> I could have gone home. I, me. <laughs> I can't even look at you right now. Because because <laughs> of you... I, the great Lawrence Cheney, could have been the one who went home. Think about that for a second. Think about it. Sorry. Oh, my God. I I watched that um, on BBC Three, slight diversion. I watched on BBC Three something to do with Glasgow Queens. Have you seen it? I haven't. What's it on? iPlayer. On iPlayer, yeah. And um, so I watched it with David and just this one part in it that is just more horrific than anything else. You get a full-on look at Lawrence Cheney's trotters and they are <laughs> a thing of pure... They're a thing of pure evil, I have to say. Oh, my God. Someone was... Was it Trixie? Someone was tweeting about it the other day saying, when you've been a drag queen for a number of years... Um, on it was the Vivian saying that your feet are absolutely fucked. You know, same as like a ballet dancer because they're so oh. used to squeezing them in. Apparently, they've all got deformed feet. Oh God! Well, you get a right look at them. It's like you know, nails like yellow hooves, pointy like the point, pointy like they were from hell. Oh, and you know awful. who she blames her feet? Ellie Diamond. It's your fault <laughs> that my feet look like absolute shit. Don't look at me. Do not look at me. <laughs> <laughs> She's in it a bit as well, Ellie Diamond and Lawrence Cheney. It's obviously before Drag Race, though. I'm just going to speak in Lawrence Cheney voice today because my voice is really hoarse, so it's actually quite easy to do it for once. <laughs> I love that Rosé is doing an Alyssa Edwards in the workroom. I don't know if you remember in season five when they did the roast, Alyssa Edwards' very, very funny viral moment is her going, Oh, woof, oh, can't say that, oh, and like making that a joke. <laughs> and Rosé is doing it this week as well, although she's doing it. With jokes that are actually funny, so it's not as funny to yeah. watch. But I liked the little throwback. Um, yeah. And then we get into the rehearsal with Michelle Visage and Lolly Love. Um, so, first it was Candy. And I know you'll find this annoying, Sam, because we didn't like it in the UK. But it's really annoying me when they're saying to Candy, like, you can't say cunt. Because mm-hmm. they won't show it on TV. But they're literally saying it on TV. Yeah, they're explaining on TV. You can't say cunt because they won't show it on TV, but they're not. It's not bleeped out. Maybe they can't say it on VH1, but because we get it on uh, Netflix, they might be able to say it. Yeah, I think you're right. It's like they. It's like well, they couldn't say something so like the Americans because because I don't know what channel they get it on over there. They can see the rude things that um, a horror said, but we can't because it's iPlayer. Well, I mean, even if you said, um, it's funny that you're Miss Congeniality, I would have thought you were Miss Bleep Duality. Like, we would still know what the joke was, wouldn't we? So, I th- Yeah, exactly. I think they should have let her use that one, because I think it was quite good. Well, not amazing, but 
Um, they tell Candy to enunciate more, which I feel like they should have told her on entry to the season, not just waiting for the roast challenge. <laughs> but she knows, though, and I like that. So people, people must have been in the past like, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I remember once like, when I used to work at McDonald's, right, this, um, this guy. <laughs> the glamour. This guy, this guy, no, right, this guy came up to order something and he, he had a really thick accent. I don't know what it was, but he was like, to me, right? And I was just like, oh, I said, sorry, what was that? And um, so he said it again. And I was like, okay, uh, sorry, you're going to have to tell me again. I'm really, really sorry. Um, and I really tried to listen and I couldn't hear it again. But I was so embarrassed, I, I just turned around, just started getting like random things and putting them, putting them on a tray because I was far too mortified to ask again what it was that he had said. So I think I think that Candy Muse must have had that quite a few times. I, was like, oh, 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 oh. Like, I bet like, this poor vegetarian man bit into a Big Mac because of you. And he was he complained, <laughs> but luckily no one could understand the complaint. So <laughs> he was fuming when I gave him like a load of shit that he didn't want. But whatever. <laughs> Did I tell you about the time that when I worked in Yates Bar? Um, and, Yay, scissors. and it was really loud and I someone had ordered a pint of vodka this man so I got a pint, a pint I got a pint vodka. glass and I started filling up you know with the optics the vodka and I got like halfway because yeah. it took ages and the manager came up to me he's like what the fuck are you doing I was like I know weird right he ordered a pint of vodka but you know what the customer's always right she's like <laughs> you cannot serve a pint of fucking vodka and then she went up to the customer to tell him he's like I said a pint of Foster's and I was like <laughs> And he's like just watching me slowly fill up this pint of vodka. I'm just like, do you want ice in this pint of vodka, or do you just want? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, do you know what? I I would <laughs> that would be a bit much a pint of vodka. I've I've had a pint of wine a few times. Have you? I've had a pint of bag of brown, but I'm not a pint. Of... <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a pint. I've had a pint of. I'll have a pint of wine and a bag of brown, please. Thank you. <laughs> that's what you. That's, it's quite expensive when you order that. The, it's, when you order that the O2, it's really quite pricey. But uh, that is where I, I think that's that's where I've had pints of wine at the O2 when you when you get those little bottles and um and you just and you think like oh there's no point coming back so you get four little bottles and you put and you have ice and you pour two bottles in each in each glass a pint of wine do you know what I mean yeah I've done, I've done that in the theatre a lot I'll get like a oh, full bottle yeah. of red wine and a pint or sometimes they give you a little um almost a flask and then you can just discreetly drink it um exactly I mean it's their fault that we can't take bottles I mean like only because of you know we end up throwing them at the at the um, at the performers, but you well, know, that's... when I saw cats, if I'd had a glass bottle, it would not have ended well. So I think it's good that they don't do that. Utica, Utica, we've got a whole a whole bottle of Malbec right up our ass. I know, full of drink as well. We won't even bother to finish it. <laughs> um, so Simone's rehearsal is really painful. She's not even really making jokes. She's just talking in that weird voice that she always puts on, which yeah. is funny in the acting challenges. But when she tr- does it in a challenge that doesn't require it it just feels like it's becoming mm. a crutch and super nervous yeah i really don't like it and then utica comes out so the i mean the thing that really annoys me is often um you get feedback and then you tr- try and change it and it still doesn't work but utica was told mm. in this rehearsal not to do what she then continued to do it was already all the clues were there in the rehearsal that this was shaping up to be a massive massive shitstorm i mean she um says the simone and pumba thing which isn't the worst joke but i mean it doesn't really work because simone isn't timon you know it kind of yeah so that's a bit annoying and then it's 
the fat joke they kind of warn her off from. And then she, so she decides to just keep repeatedly referring to Michelle and Lonnie Love as fat. I don't, this is what I mean. Like she, this is a rehear, this is a rehearsal. She isn't, she's there to get advice from Lonnie and Michelle, right? She isn't there to roast them. And she doesn't even roast them. She basically thinks she's being funny. But, and, look, and bear in mind here, there's no audience other than the camera. So this isn't part of the challenge. It's not part of the challenge to be rude to Lonnie and Michelle. So she is, but she isn't just rude. She then does the hand gesture, and then Michelle says it's too much, and then she goes, and then she starts saying, "Oh, are you are you, tr- are you triggered? Are you are you triggered? Manatee, whale." And then, and it's like it's like they, they both just stand there. And honestly, I can tell you, like Lonnie switches here, and she's genuinely offended and and takes such umbrage at Utica that I honestly I was thinking like if she saw her backstage she would blank the fuck out of her and I think if anybody needs to be apologised to Utica needs to apologise to Lonnie Love 100% yeah and the, the point you make that is really true is a lot of these jokes she was making weren't part of the set this was just like no. comments you're just being rude to them for some I, this I don't was in conversation this is, what I <laughs> yeah. this is what I mean by the Tourette's what are you doing it's like she's just going oh, okay right thanks for the advice um do you know but you're only you're fat anyway though aren't you yeah <laughs> is that do, do, do you not do you not like the fat joke because you're fat is that what you're saying it's like what what are you doing it's like if rupaul <laughs> was doing the walkthrough before snatch game and you just went fuck off you cunt and then it's just yeah, like, exactly well you're a you're a cunt though aren't you though so you know you look shit old wig it's really terrible. weird and also like they didn't laugh the first time she referred to their weight so why did anyone think that the fourth time she did it it was suddenly going to be funny it's like are you in are you connected to reality right now what are you doing and people have been pointing out online in snatch game when Utica was again bombing she made a fat joke about pork chop which kind of got a pass because like Utica was had so many awful things going on but it does feel like fat jokes seem to be her complete go-to and I know a lot of the queens make fat jokes and fat jokes are not off limit in a roast or in the reading challenge but Utica's showing like an almost obsession with it that because she's so skinny seems quite weird I mean first of all she's painfully painfully so white she's practically see-through so to be to be stand there making tall and skinny and so white and to be making fat jokes to a big black lady when you don't need when the situation doesn't call for that anyway they're not saying make jokes about me now and use them they're not even saying that she's just basically saying like, it, I don't know whether she's saying it to be cheeky or to say, look, if I was doing a roast now, this is what I would do, um, yeah. sort of thing. And it just, it honestly, honestly, this is one of the worst moments in Drag Race history for me. I had to switch off more than one occasion. I had to stop it and then start it again. And then go away for a little bit and then come back and watch a bit more because I felt physically sick. And this is just the rehearsal. <laughs> I know it was so awful, and like, and honestly, it, it just changed my opinion of Utica forever. And it's, I just, I honestly, I just, I just can't get over it. I can't get over it. But isn't it weird as well? Because we've been talking about Utica for weeks about how in Snatch Game she was so scared of offending that she wore that squirrel yeah. wig, and then she was scared of wearing. Oh my God, the stupid clothes. I can't, I can't possibly, wear, I can't possibly wear an afro wig, even though the person actually has an afro. But I can stand there and compare. Michelle Visage to a manatee in front of her face. What? And also, Michelle really 
is quite thin these days. So it doesn't even work on an accuracy level. It kind of just... And also, and for someone like Lonnie Love, that would be, you know, I know she's there for the roast. You know, she's bound to be know that she's getting a fat joke here and there. But, like, that would have thrown her. And that and it was... And I, I thought it was cruel. Yeah, because it wasn't part of the roast. She was just no. calling her fat over and over again. Um, no, it's in the worst way. It's, it must have been so triggering. I can't even bear it. I would have thought that. I think that she would have gone to gone to her dressing room and maybe had a bit of a cry about that. But then Utica leaves that rehearsal and believes she's going to do well. And I just think, what fucking world are you living in, bitch? Where you have just stood in front of two of the people who are going to be on the judging panel later. They've not laughed. They look angry. They're not enjoying it. They're telling you not to do it. They're saying it's bad. And you walk and away, you've, you've, and then you've offended them further, <laughs> made personal <laughs> remarks, and then left, and then left thinking you did well, and then thinking, Do you know what, I think I got this. Also, you failed every other comedy challenge in the com- competition. You've not done well in any challenge, really, apart from the makeover but it's challenge. Her, um, but it's the thing is, like, I mean, I know I was sticking up for her last week, and and I just feel like her, her like out of this world stuff was, you know, was always been quite endearing. And here it's just, just like, it's just, oh, it's just, you know, awful. It's just turned me off to such an extent. I think she needs to change her drag name to Delutica. That's what I'm going to call her from yeah. now on. Um, <laughs> Bootica. P- who gets the Bootica? Um, we, <laughs> so um, they are all talking in the workroom. Has comedy ever helped you through a tough time? I'm like... It shows how long this season is that this is what they're resort- resorting to for the mid-episode <laughs> conversation. Has comedy helped you through a tough time? Jesus Christ. No. Never. No. <laughs> I'm just a drag I'm a drag queen, but I, I haven't been able to find that laugh, you know. Comedy is the tough time. Never for Utica. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so on the runway, RuPaul comes out in like a black dance costume type thing. Do, do we give this a hit or a shit? Hit. I think it's a hit and I love the wigs. I know I've been coming for the wigs lately. I think mainly on UK I wasn't liking them, but I love her in a big blonde wig, obviously, because it's just yeah. iconic. Yeah. Classic Rue. Yeah. Um, so the congenialities come out. Can I just say, I th- I think Valentina is the most beautiful drag queen that's ever been on Drag Race, but her eyebrows were really fucked up this episode because she has signature <laughs> eyebrows, which are even referenced by Olivia later on in her set, but she just has two thin lines... Mm. instead of her signature. I don't know if... Because Valentina famously takes a long time to get ready. She didn't have the time, but, like... She... <laughs> I think she would... You'd make the time. She's not on Drag Race very often, so I think she would make the time. I know. Why did she... Though. Is this a new trend she's trying to start? It just didn't look good. It looked like her... Well, maybe. I mean, this week... This week, I was... I watched a whole... I watched a whole tutorial with uh, Gottmik doing eyebrows this week. And, um... Yeah, I watched the, I watched the whole thing. I never watched tutorials. I think I even comment. I think didn't I comment on it and, and add you in it? Oh, I watch makeup tutorials, and I don't even. I'm not even interested in makeup. But there's something quite like relaxing about it, and quite just yeah, interesting. It's a bit BDSM, isn't it? Wait, not not BDSM. <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> I think we got an insight into your Google history there, Sam. Without you meaning to. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. That's not right. Well, I made a mistake. Freudian slip. I want them to do BDSM to me with makeup. So like, just poke poke me in the eye with a. B- <laughs> <laughs> what put a um, shove like shove, urethra. Yeah. Urethra yeah. queen. Shove, 
shove shove five or six lipsticks up my arsehole, that sort of thing. It'd take more than that if you want to really make an impact. <laughs> I actually actually that's where I keep them. <laughs> um I thought Heidi looked the best out of the three. Obviously Nina looked bad, she always looks bad in in my opinion. But Heidi No. She did look she did look like a bit of a like one of the floats at Brighton Pride, but other than that she looked fine. Well, I mean, she looked fine for her, but I mean, I mean, obviously she's not a fashion queen. Although, actually, I remember I did like a lot of her looks on season 11, mm. but generally she's not known for her fashion. And I also don't like her comedy, no. but that's personal taste. <laughs> um, so we, we get to the roasts and Candy's up first. Uh, what did you make of Candy? Brilliant. Loved it. I thought it was really funny. Um, it was, she was self-deprecating, which was good. Um, she said, you know, about the thing about the UTIs, uh, uh, you know about positive result, etc., which was really funny. That was and the funny, rude, yeah. Yeah, it was funny, and the rudeness wasn't like the. I like I found like the the good bits of the roast were when they would like because Rose talks about knowing Heidi and closet. If like if you if you knew the the drag queens that you were roasting, I think using personal information was actually really funny. Yeah, I mean, I thought Candy killed it, and I thought, like you said, she struck the balance really well between mean mm. but also funny. Delivery was mm. great. However, I I'm not saying she didn't deserve to win, but I do just want to point out that some of the jokes that she used in her set um, were you wrote them? No, she stole them. And I oh, I, no. I imagine a few of the queens did. But for example, I told RuPaul to act her age. Bitch, she died. That is a quite a famous Lady Bunny joke, who's used that for quite oh, a long no. time. Oh. So and and the thing is, a lot of the jokes probably have been done before and they've been tweaked here and there to work for this night. But that joke, mm. when another drag queen is specifically known for doing it about RuPaul, then that's just mm. purely lifted. And it makes me wonder if actually Candy stole quite a lot of her jokes. But mm. a lot of this was about the delivery. They're not all meant to be amazing comedy writers. So I don't hold it against her, but I am pointing it out. And To them? Have you, have you been firing out emails again? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because I didn't... Um, uh, I can't pitch to the normal seasons because I don't know who they are till they it comes yeah, on. Yeah, but if yeah. if it was all stars, I'm sure I'd be abusing them all now. And um, God, I can't wait. <laughs> and can I just point this out as well about the weight thing? Because Candy makes a joke, um, a good joke about Nina saying it's the Olympics of drag, bitch you the stadium. Got Mick mm. makes a weight joke. Rose makes a weight joke. Everyone is making weight jokes. The reason everyone's so offended by Uticas is because they weren't funny. But you can't be offended that she made a weight joke because, I mean, they were all doing it. There's just a way no, to I do agree. it. And, and it was... No, not you personally. I'm talking about the fans. No, I know. But and there's nothing wrong with the roast. I don't think anyone can complain about the roast. Uticus was terrible, but that you can't complain about any of the jokes because, I mean, fine, they didn't land. It was just the bit in the rehearsal that was offensive because that wasn't part of the roast. It was just insulting. Exactly. Um, do you know, so the, a few of them make jokes about Valentina and Rent. Do you know that story? Does it need explaining? Um, well, she, she was in uh, Rent Live, which was really, which was really quite popular. I don't know what, how she got cast in it. <laughs> yeah, it was a really massive deal for her. It was on like primetime American TV. But what happened was yeah. um, basically there was uh, a rehearsal that was filmed for the, the day before and Valentina sung and apparently she didn't try very hard because it was the rehearsal. It wasn't, she was saving her voice for the main night. So she kind of flubbed yeah. the song. And then on the main night, the, one of the main actors in the show broke his leg or something and they couldn't do the show live as planned. So it wasn't Rent Live, it was Rent taped yesterday. Oh no! So they had to air <laughs> Valentina's terrible performance, which she then got slated for. 
And a lot of people in the industry said like, well, she should, everyone knows you have to try it just as hard in rehearsal on the off chance this happens, but it is very yeah. unlikely to happen. So a lot, I felt very bad for Valentina and she was. And why, and if that was, the, if that was also the case, yeah. Why couldn't she have just recorded it during the daytime and used that? I know. I don't know why they didn't do that. I feel like it was like almost throwing her under the bus because they knew it'd get loads of mm. tweets. Um, mm. But she has not been casting anything since. So that's so bad. <laughs> I know, poor Valentina, but she's a star. I love her. Um, and also, you can't really say, and you can't really say that use that as an excuse. So I just wasn't trying on the rehearsal type. It's just like, wait, so you weren't trying, and your voice is better, or and also, why weren't you trying? I mean, it's just it's too it's too convoluted to make an excuse out of it. Yeah, it's unfortunate. As is oh. the set from Simone. So do you want to talk about this one? Oh, I just love Simone, and it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but I just I just I just can't I oh god, it just made me feel so I just this whole episode. This is why I mean it was I know it was entertaining and it was a lot a lot went on in it. This is why I gave it a seven, but I just found it so awkward and I had to stop this as well and then go away for a little bit and then start again. I just I just can't bear when they say something and nobody laughs and they go and she was just like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here we and mm, we're going he's like punctuating with like yes and it's just like oh god kill me in some ways it was more uncomfortable than Utica's because Utica didn't mm. look like she knew hers was going bad whereas Simone looked mm. like at one point her voice started to break as if like she was a prepubescent boy it was just like, <gasps> like she, was, shrill. she was gonna cry oh it was awful and I disagree with you if you say Simone's wasn't that bad because Simone's actually I think technically was the worst <laughs> like Utica's will go down in history is the worst because it was so horrendous but Utica did actually have jokes in hers they were bad and didn't Mm. land but Simone wasn't even making jokes she was just like Valentina you didn't know the words to that ellipsic and it's like that's just an observation on something that happened (laughs) I know there wasn't even any like any kind of joke in that I mean she had did she have any good joke? She had a joke about Michelle that was okay, about like, oh, you're next to a man in a wig, I'm talking about Michelle. But that's been done on the show basically before. Like, they've all done those jokes. But still, it was a joke. I think Simone was the worst. And a lot of people said they thought Olivia should have gone in the bottom with Utica. But I actually do think the bottom two, well, we'll get to that. Mm. But I thought Simone was pretty awful, to be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. But to the, to the star of the show, for all the wrong reasons, Utica. <laughs> so... I mean, we've already... She comes in with a good line, though. That was good. The one thing about the balls. Oh. I mean, even that wasn't that good. People went over the top just because compared to what was to come. But, um... <laughs> so there's just one main thing. I mean, obviously it was awful. We've already said it. But this bit about Ross Matthews, you don't shit on the dick, you skittles on the dick. Can, can you explain that? Does that make sense? Um, maybe... You're so gay. Um, I think you don't shit on the dick. You do... skittles on the dick. No, like you, or, no. I think it's maybe he's saying that like lots of poo pellets come out of his bum. <laughs> I don't know. But is it like the skittles and multicolored like gay pride? Like they're really colourful and like you're so gay. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Mm. I just don't get the it. Fact that we still don't know it. Yeah, the fact that we still don't understand means. But I, atrocious. But when she wrote that down, you don't shit on the dick, you skittles on the dick. What did... She, I just don't know what she was thinking. And then she... No. She said quite early on in the set, I'm bombing, I'm bombing. And it's like, at that point, she could still have turned it round. So it was like, you're you're deluded, but you're also too quick to... Co- 
I could bear that she said she was bombing. Uh, you know, I didn't think the, the Simone and Pumbaa one wasn't actually that bad. It wasn't that bad. And she could, like, Sasha Velour did a roast in season nine, which was really good, but she had one joke that bombed and she referenced it and got a laugh. So I think Utica was trying to do that, but it's like, no, like, just get back on track because she's still, I mean, she did the whale joke and, like, the whale joke isn't really that bad. And Nina laughed, but then she just, she, she just kept, uh, when she came for Lonnie and then, that joke wasn't funny and she, she's coming for a comedy career. And then a lot, there's been a lot of controversy because a lot of people online have said that Lonnie shouldn't have heckled. What's your view on that? She says, you're the one bombing. Yeah, well, my, no, she goes, <laughs> you're the one bombing. Yeah. Because she has offended her to the max in the rehearsal. So you, you think it's this personal? Moment, yeah, you get this moment, you get, um, it's 100% personal. You get this, you get this moment, you get, um... When she goes off stage and she goes, boo, that's all she has to say about her. Yeah. And they laugh, but she means it. And then if you watch her face as well at the end, because I rewound it to have a look, when she goes off stage after she's lost, um, Lonnie's got a face of thunder then as well. Yeah. Um, well, some people say that in a roast, it's really bad form to, if you're being roasted, to heckle back, which in the roast I've done, you are meant to heckle back and that's part of the fun mm. but maybe in drag roast it's not I, I wasn't aware of mm. that so it's the first I've heard of it but apparently a lot of people are saying Lonnie like then made the set worse because she threw her off even more but I think she was well within her rights to do it given all she, that had been said to 100%. her 100% she has been taken she's taken so much shit from Utica I think it was she had to get and I even I think the show allowed her to get um, a jab back and actually I think it worked well for Utica because at least her set caused a lot of laughter which was not because of her jokes but like Lonnie got that laugh RuPaul got the laugh when Utica said stand up and Ru obviously yeah, stuck yeah. the fingers up with no nails on which was a bit of a shock <laughs> but it was iconic and I'm sure that's going to be memed for years to come um, mm. so in a way Utica's set was entertaining but for all the wrong reasons unlike Simone's it was yeah. just like awful but Jesus I do think in terms of this season, this set by Utica is going to be one of those things in years to come. It's quoted, mm. referenced, um, a bit like Pharamone's Roast is or Alyssa Edwards' Snatch yep. Game. Just one of those yep. kind of iconic bombs. Um, I wish, But I wish it was just this, though. If it was just the Rose, then I wouldn't feel such just dislike towards her it was just the thing in the rehearsal and i think and i could if, if it was just the bomb if it was just the bombing in the rose i think fair dues daddy da everyone's had had a bad day but it's just it's, it's the just delusion dead. the attitude the weird yeah. like saying one thing then saying another thing it's just all very yeah. creepy and off-putting um yeah. so got mick next i actually thought on first viewing that got mick was the best of the night um she was. She is my f- favorite. But when I watched it a second time, I was like, "Oh, Candy probably was funnier." But Got Mick, mm-hmm. I thought I liked her delivery. It was a bit lower energy, but really calm, delivered. And I thought the the Ross Matthews pizza coming joke was the best of the whole roast. Oh yeah, I, it was fantastic, and I think um, I like that. But that is sort of Got Mick's like lazy sort of delivery. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's the um, it's the Paris Hilton. It's that sort of you know Valley Girl sort of thing, and. Um, she said that she was going to feel uncomfortable doing it. And, um, but then was just, it just shows the talent that Gottmik has, I think, to be able to um, put, put, she put her hand to something that she hadn't done before and, and smashed it. 
And I liked that RuPaul, all of your hit song, which again, I think is a reused joke from someone else, but it's fine yeah. to reuse as long as you reuse it in a different context. So I just thought Candy lifted something too similar from a similar world. And that's why I took yeah. offense. Also, people have took a lot of offense to Olivia Lux's baby voice in her set. Did that put you off or did you think it was okay? Yep. Massively put me off and the little weird baby shy little girl walk. That made me feel physically sick. Um, <laughs> I just... I, just, I, I know what you're this. thinking. A nice girl doing a rose. <laughs> it's like, Why oh would she God. have to do that little that little girl walk? Even RuPaul like, mentions it for being creepy. It was really creepy. And, you know, when I get... She could have done... This is, the, this is the thing. Like, she could have done the nice girl and then, you know, and come in with a jab, like Lonnie said. And Utica could have totally... Um, like played on the kookiness and the fact that nobody understands her, um, that sort of thing, and gone, you know, gone that way and been a bit like woo, tra la la, crazy. But um, it's what they didn't, they didn't, they, they didn't make the most of what they had, and and like what Olivia does here is just, you just, you know, ew, just makes the whole thing a bit distasteful. Well, can I just say some things in defence of Olivia, even though I didn't like the voice, but I yeah. having having performed comedy on stage, I know that sometimes it does it's very tempting to put on a voice that's not your own voice because it feels like easier to kind oh, right, of yeah. do the jokes because it feels not like it's you. Oh, yeah, so, I often do a northern I often do a northern accent actually if I if I'd say a joke sometimes. I so, hear what you mean. So I do get the temptation, but I just don't think baby voice in a roast is a good direction to go in. <laughs> it's never good e- ever, ever, ever. I don't like a baby voice ever. No, it's creepy as fuck. But she actually did have some really good jokes in the roast. And I, don't, I think she's being a bit underrated. Obviously the voice made mm. them not funny, but the patience era of drag queens, first RuPaul's first drag yeah. name in hieroglyphics, the in- declaration of well, independence. that's why she wasn't in the bottom. That's why she wasn't in the yeah, bottom. Yeah, I think there was, so. There was some good content in there and Simone didn't have that. I doubt Olivia wrote those jokes i don't know if someone wrote them for her or if she lifted them from somewhere but there's no way she wrote them um but i i thought she deserved to not be in the bottom for that and then the one everyone's debating is rosé so i think they're debating it what are they saying a lot of people thought rosé should have won but i can kind of see why she didn't even though she was good and it's kind of related to what you said earlier which is just it just felt a bit like almost staged sounds stupid because obviously it's on stage but it's just like no, but he's. This, this is the thing with Rose. It's very kind of like, oh, I know. It's very Broadway, like the whole time. And it's like, mm. um, it's it's like a Broadway person doing a roast. So it wasn't. There's, 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 she doesn't have the dark nuances. You know what I mean? It's all very. Um, That's a like good fucking, way to put know, it. It, it. It's like Bonnie Langford or like, you know, <laughs> or, or like. Or like Bette Midler in, or like when she, when it's Blossom, do you know what I mean, in Beaches. It's that sort of thing, like really stagey school, really kind of like, ah, I'm going to be funny now, and then I'm going to do a dance, that sort of thing. Yeah, there's no edge to it. But she had a couple yeah. of good singers, like the RuPaul one. One of us is a recording artist, and one of us is a singer, and that was quite good. Um, well, does, she mean, does she mean that she's a singer, and Ru, but RuPaul records with a vocoder? Yeah, because Ru can't really sing. She kind of relies heavily on technological magic um so that's always a good but so again again basically saying what a great voice she has yeah another brag humble brag <laughs> yeah. um yeah. so the the miscongenialities after the roast get a chance to speak themselves heidi references her untucked moment fuck you fuck you that was funny um i thought ne- yeah, nina was just was cringe she's like go big be kind you could be on stage with these beasts and it's like that wasn't even a joke. And she, and she had and she had cards with her as well. How much, to, to, how much, how much material did she bring? 
<laughs> or maybe that was her lunch order. <laughs> then, when they get the critiques, Utica reads Rue again. It's like, have you not learnt your lesson yet about... Rue says you look gorgeous tonight, and then she says, "I wish I could say yeah, this." Yeah, fuck same. you too, you witch. <laughs> what is wrong with her? Like everything you've said has gone down like a fucking what? What's the term? Shit balloon or lead, lead balloon? Lead balloon or a shit sandwich? Shit sandwich. And yet you still have the confidence to keep reading. What's wrong with you? I can't I know. Well, this is what I mean. This is why I think it's um, Rue was so right when she says that. You know, she shot herself in the foot. And she did, massively. Massively. Like, it was such an act of self-sabotage, this whole episode. And she's apologised for the roast, for making fat jokes. And it's annoying, because it's like, I think she's missed the point of... If she'd apologised for what she said to Lonnie in rehearsal, that would make sense. Yes. But she's apologised to, like, Nina West. Nina West replied and said, don't apologise, it was a roast. And it's like, you're still missing the mark, even when you're fucking apologising. And it's just, you're not... Yeah. You're just not on the same wavelength as normality and it's pissing me off. Mm-hmm. Um so they give Rose credit <laughs> for not having cards, which I didn't notice, but it's good that she did remember hers. Of course she didn't have cards because she's a professional. <laughs> did I mention I can sing? <laughs> exactly. Of course she fucking learned all the lines and then, you know, really like you know, she probably had them she had them her own lines annotated with inflections and like, okay, we'll say this but louder and a little bit of, you know, you know, like piano directions. <laughs> learned them all off by heart, did them in front of the mirror ten times, and then, you know, made them perfection. The problem is like what Lonnie says that she was better in rehearsal because therefore she she definitely suffers from over rehearsal. I think she's one of those. That is definitely a thing. When I roasted the times when I was really nervous nervous was the times I did better and whenever I thought yeah. co- felt confident I think the audience like is put off by the fact you come in cocky so it's better to yeah. almost have a bit of yeah humble relatability about you um mm. so Rose and Mick are safe and Candy wins which she, her first win I think it's fair enough she did really well and she's yep. she's growing on me a little bit um, me, me too yeah 100% and I also agree with the bottom two I think it should have been Simone versus Utica and I was glad because then I thought Obviously, Simone's not going home, and I want you to get to get the Boutica. What did you think of the mm. lip sync song, Ariana Grande, No More Tears Left it to Cry? It is one of my favourite songs um, of at least the last few years. It's brilliant. It's uh, The video's brilliant. I love Ariana, but this is my favourite This is my favorite Ariana song of all time, in fact. As if. And um, I think... <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> You're actually in the majority. Everyone loves this song, but I never liked it. I... I thought a better choice would have been Thank You Next. I think that'd be a really good lip song, lip sync song. Oh, it's so boring, Thank You Next. Thank You Next. Yeah, I, I know. You I love hear that, it, but um, oh, it's boring. Um, but it would it would have been good because it's got like more meaning in the lyrics. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I thought, but I thought Simone killed this. Actually, I thought she was really funny. I agree. She's got a signature lip sync style, and I really like it. It's kind of like. Mm-hmm almost effortless but still has a lot of character she lip syncs really tight and i just think yeah. she's quite um magnetic and like really mesmerizing oh yeah yeah and, completely and utica's just flailing around like a fucking disabled giraffe and i just i don't i've never liked her lip sync style i agree she was good in the elliot one but i thought I she was bad last week against tinta she looks like one of those pipe she looks like one of those like pipe cleaner people like you know <laughs> that you used to make or like um or like one of those, you know, one of those things they have outside um, secondhand car things, ah! you know, those, air, those big air balloon things go, whoa. <laughs> she is, that is exactly her performing style. And yet the bitch <laughs> thinks she's a lip sync assassin, which is what offended me more than anything else this episode. You are not a lip sync assassin. Tace is not a lip sync assassin. Just because you win lip syncs by default or riggery, 
Like, you're a lipstick assassin yeah, when you're yeah. really, really fucking good. Like, Denali. <sighs> yes. Uh, Sorry. The point of an assassin, right? An assassin in general is someone who's very, very skilled at the art of killing. They swoop in, murder somebody, and get out like they're a fucking ninja. Nobody realizes what had happened, and the job is done, etc. That's what it's about. And she's nothing like that. She's nothing of the sort. No, she's the inflatable thing outside the car shop, and that's not an assassin. (laughs) You could see that coming a mile off. And then even on her exit, she annoyed me. I mean, she did the finger sing back to Rue, which is funny, but then she says, when you think you can't, you can. And it's like, oh, you're referencing another one of your flops on the way out. It's because you haven't (laughs) actually had any high points to reference. (laughs) Oh, but then this as well. This This bit here is when... My head blew off actually, and I had to. Oh, same. I had I had to struggle around and find it in order to screw it back on my neck. When she goes, I think I could be, I think I could do roasting in the future, be like a roast champion or something. What? At that point, a dart should have hit her in the neck. You just got you just got booted out for roasting. (laughs) Threatening to do another roast, not even. (laughs) I think I've got potential. I like. It's like if Lala Ree left and said her next thing is going to be a dress designer. It's like, bitch, <laughs> you've just done something absolutely abysmal on national global television. <laughs> and as you leave, you are telling people there is a chance you are going to do it again. Don't do it ever again! Exactly. Like you said, like she's threatening to do another roast. Her roast was quite actually threatening in itself. Oh, oh my God. The whole thing was... <laughs> This is what I mean about the the delusion. It's like, you can't possibly think that, surely, that it went well. After you got kicked out for it, no one laughed. It was absolutely mortifying. And that's why I I do think she needs some sort of support network. Because someone needs to sit that bitch. I mean, they already have, really. The judges did. But like, Mm, someone close to her needs to sit her down and be like, you know that you are not funny, don't you? Because if you don't, then... I don't know what else we can do, but but euthanasia. <laughs> Here's take your take your meds for starters, because you've obviously missed them. But I think uh, I I just I just think she maybe watch it back and maybe she'll see the you know the 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 bits in the rehearsal that they just would that just have just blown me away this week. I just can't get over it. I hope so. Anyway, next week our special guest is Utica. We've got an exclusive interview. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll um, be having her as a guest. Um, but next week they're doing Honey, Henny, I Shrink the Drag Queens, which actually sounds like quite a fun challenge. Usually the challenge before the top four is shit, but I have a feeling... Time to get out of the green screen again. <laughs> I have a feeling this one's going to be good. I don't know why. Maybe I'm in an optimistic mood, but who do you think is going to yeah. go next week before the final four? Uh, Olivia. I agree. She's got two wins, but she feels like she's plat- is plateauing, flatlining. She just feels like she's um, run out of I steam. Was, yeah, run out of steam, and, oh, but then I didn't like to see... Um, I know it's, you know, they're just baiting us, but... Um, Oh, it was awful to see. Oh, yeah, this is one thing that happened this week. I didn't like seeing Simone crying in the um in the thing for next week. I know, but also, sad. but also, but also, when she wins the lip sync, she's like, "Not again." Oh yeah, I was going to mention that. It's like you said that last time. Like no one lip syncs and then goes right. I'm I'm going to do it again next week as well. Actually, that was. Actually, no, you could probably do That was like, it was, that was like, you know, she'd just been released from fucking Shawshank. <laughs> not again. I ain't, go, I ain't going back. I'm not again. I'm hungry again. 
<laughs> I know. It was for like she like sort of like really meant it, and it was a bit a bit scary. It was a bit over the top, absolutely. Um, so Sam, <laughs> should we? You gave a seven, I gave a nine. Should we meet on an eight? Yes, let's meet on an eight. Let's it was meet- definitely it was eventful. So I yeah I I can't and I can't knock off a point just because I find things uncomfortable. I mean, we've found a lot to talk about. Say there's only six yeah. of them left. It gave us a lot of meat. Um, yeah. And we will be back. Obviously, Drag Race UK is not on, so we're just doing US for the moment. Feels like such massive gaps between recording now, doesn't it? We're used to like every few days. And we are we are live on Instagram Live, aren't we? Next week. Oh well, remember I totally forgot on Saturday. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so we're on we're on next week at uh, the Queer Create Festival. It's a uh, Saturday, the third uh, of April. It's next Saturday at seven thirty. Is that right, Ed? That's right. We're being interviewed by one of our most passionate listeners, Rubella Vaccine. Hey, girl. She's going to be interviewing us as part of the festival. And United Queendom, thanks to you guys for listening, is now finally making it onto festival Festival (laughs) bills. (laughs) Because we've got to pay them bills. (laughs) So let's start rehearsing for that. And until then, should we click it out? Thanks, guys. I can't click it out. I've got my hands full and not of my breasts. So why don't you suggest it then? Because it's a thing we do on all our merch. (laughs) Shall I stop? I'm stopping. (laughs) Please stop clicking.